Yo, 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 welcome everybody. This is Philadelphia Blitz Playoff Edition Podcast coming to you. Playoff welcome, hunt welcome edition. everybody. Playoff Hunt Edition, all right? We ain't quite there yet. We're not there yet? That was, too, yet. Early on, that was too early on the playoffs? A couple, couple more weeks and we got playoffs. Dang, B. Come on, man. We got to get everybody <laughs> hyped. You know, this is playoffs. I mean, shit, I can only be so hyped. But you right, Commission. You right, Commission. Let me dial it back. Let me dial it nah, back. You, you're, you're right because this is actually even more exciting than the playoffs because a lot of people still have a, a chance at making it. And once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. And I will say that we'll get into it a little bit later, but uh, I may have been a little premature on uh, ruling a few teams out completely. So, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Are you going to have some apologies to give out, Commissioner? Because I hate to be that person to say I told you so, but damn it, I told you so. Let me let me just say a lot of people that needed to win last week, they won, and the playoff picture is very, very uh, interesting. It's, it's a bit muddled. It's a yeah, bit muddled. It's, it's, it's very muddled, very muddled. So what you think, man? How, what do you think about last week? Well, this week, as as a GM, I'm not talking as as your mm. boy Philly Swagloo, dripping dripping Swagloo. I gotta say, a lot of teams really showed up to ball. Like I gotta say, shout out to King Tiger, shout out to um, what's that boy name? I don't even know his name no more. Oh, oh, his name is Fantasy Spoiler. So hey, give me some credit on that because I, I definitely called it. My man was going to become the. The fantasy spoiler. We'll get into his team a little bit later. And shout out to my man, even Morgan Freeman's. Even Morgan Freeman's. My man is not only he is he is not only bust even Morgan Freeman, but now he actually might be making some noise. So you know, shout out, shout out to your man. You know, uh, I want to send my condolences to uh to uh, Sasha. You know, unfortunately, the luck runs out for everybody, myself included. You know, your boy Philly Swagloo isn't looking good. He just lost a receiver. We'll get into that later. Oh, and then shout out shout out to that man from the land. Shout out to that man from the land, yo. He's doing his thing out here, even though he unfortunately lost by a little bit because of bye weeks. But let's see how he responds this week. Let's see it. Um, I will say this. You said uh, Sasha, her her uh, her luck ran out. I don't honestly don't think she's ever had any luck because the points scored against her is ridiculous. And given how much she's outscored everyone by, um, I wouldn't say by a mile, people are starting to catch up, but she scored the most in the league and she's five and five. So she's actually not lucky at all, unfortunately. I um, mean, I get that. Good... I, I I get that, but you know, it's it's just, it's surprising to see what has, what has transpired to this yeah. point. She is she, I would say like, here's my thing. Like she's unlucky because her team should be, is so good that she should have, she should be like eight and two or something like that. But, Instead, she's five and five. So that's like really, that's like her team. It's one thing where it's like if her team was just average or, or whatever, like, like you, you know what I'm saying. She has a really good team and she should, she should have more wins, but it's just like a lot of points scored against, man. A lot of points scored against. So um, I still think that the, the points scored do weigh in at a point, though. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, and I also want to sling some grease, some early grease at your boy. That's uh, That boy Darius has next. Mm. Yeah, you you was you was talking all that nonsense, talking about you put me in a tear. I need to, I belong, and um, I think you lost two games in a row. Just saying. Oh, all right, but that, no, that's enough. That, no, 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 that's going. enough. That's keep enough. Going. That's enough. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna go no further. That's enough. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to his team, but I'm gonna still give him an unbiased, adequate measurement of his overall team, and then we'll get into that hot that hot fire that I got. 
it's cool. It's cool, Kamish. I'm 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 be good today. I'm be good okay. today. So uh so Darius the Bull has has set us up twice on a podcast. I'm just saying. Hey man, I mean and he doesn't come through when we you know, that's why we didn't have you know, you know, it is what it is. I'm not going, you know, I'm not gonna say I'm in my feelings, but I'm definitely in my bag because I can't even get your boy Darius, who apparently has next, who got the best fantasy team in the league. My man won't even do an interview. He acting like he a little prima donna, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Keep it going. No, hey man, um, you know, no, 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 no. We not we not gonna do that. Just give him a little bit, talking. just to warm him up. Just to warm him up, Kamish. Just to warm him up. Hey, when we get him on air, it might be a full grease session. Hey like man, I'm day. with it. Hey, I'm with it. I got the tech right here. I ain't I ain't tripping. I'm ready. I'm ready for the shootout. I'm ready for it. But uh let's get into let's talk a little bit about week nine. Or was it week ten? I think it was week ten. It was it was definitely week ten, Kamish. You gotta keep up. Yeah, I'm drawing. Um anyway, let's talk a little bit about week ten. Uh what who was your most what was your most entertaining matchup? You know what? I'm I'm gonna definitely kick it. I'm gonna definitely kick it a whole new whole new direction. I gotta say the most entertaining for me versus tier four captain. I don't know about y'all, but you do know my man scored the most points of the week. The worst team scored the most points of the week. It's crazy because if you actually look at it, even tier four captain who scored 115.4 would have beat Princess Tomatoes, Boogeyman, Kneecap, and myself, Philly Swagoo. So he would have had a dub on many occasions. But I got to say, this was a very entertaining matchup. Let me just say, in my opinion, very entertaining matchup. No, it's a, it's a good choice, and I, I will tell you this: if I would went up against T last week and lo- like I would have been fuming because I scored one forty five, he scored one forty eight. I would be, like, man, I, oh man, I've been so mad. Like um, let's let's just get it out there. My man had sixty plus from his two RBs, and then he had twenty five in the flex. It's pretty damn good. He he got all three workforces, mind you. You know, his team wide receiver is not doing a damn thing, but his his running back, he's making it work. Man, oh man, shit is kind of scary. Nah, I ain't giving him all that. You 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 don't you say what you want, Commissioner. I'm I'm gonna say what I want, but I mean he has David Johnson, Zeke, and Fournette for a reason. But Doug Baldwin, Larry Fitz ain't getting it done. And we'll we'll just leave it at that. Oh, and not the not the not the not to also mention, he left a lot. You know what? I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a pull back. I'm going to pull back. I'm going to pull back. But, yes, that was my most entertaining matchup. So, for for me, I, I'm going to say the matchup that was just kind of the key to everything that kind of just blew this pretty much this uh, playoff race open was the uh, the Mudless Dicks and Kneecap matchup. The fact that he won there, and he won by three points on top of that, just like I think he – so, if he had lost, he would have been – like what four and six Tay would have been seven and three. It would be hard to catch Tay, or I should say kneecap. It would be hard to catch kneecap, and Mother Six would have been pretty much out. But now it's just like wow, the race is wide open right now. Anything can happen. Kneecap could lose out. It's just like you never know. You never know. That was a very very important matchup, and it was close. And, yes, it was. It was an extremely uh, important matchup. And the crazy <laughs> thing is about it, real quick, was that. Mudless Dix still ain't getting no running back production, but his wide receivers came through for him. His wide receiver, are you kidding me? He had 50 points in between Antonio Brown and, T- and Tyreek Hill. 
knucking foots. Truly yep. knucking foots. Yeah, that is something. That is a he's living a very dangerous life to be able to. Just, he's getting powered by wide receivers. That's just a. So we'll see if it pays off. Let's just say that it, it's possible at this point. Yeah, it is. I mean, he he he's showing more life right now, and you know, Jared Goff is definitely showing mad life. And it's actually it's actually really funny because his bench is very limited. Does he even have a bench right now? He has or... three players total. Okay. We'll get into those later, <laughs> but he has three players total as a bench. I just hope none of these players have have a bye week coming up. Just saying. But, you know, I digress. I digress. Hey, uh, Kamish, how about uh, biggest mistakes? You got any? You biggest mistakes. On this one. So, I was looking around. It was actually, it seemed like, a, I guess because there were a lot of bye weeks, so people were kind of playing who they needed to play, um, especially in the close matchups. Like, I was looking at, at kneecap and, yeah, he could be upset about the Moncrief uh, uh, mess up, but it kind of wasn't. I wouldn't say it's a huge mistake. A big mistake, I'm going to go a little bit outside of out of the box here, was the fact that I had Brito on my team to use against uh, Princess Tomato. Brita scored 20. She tra- For people that don't realize, she she traded me Brita maybe last week for Yeldon, and she didn't play Yeldon, and then Brita blew up for 27. I mean, I, I'm not going to act like I knew that that was going to happen, but it's one of those things where you look at hindsight, it's like, man, if she had that on her team, I, man. I think it's a good it's a chance she would have won. She would have pulled the – who knows who I would have played there instead. I think I had Adam Humphreys there who got like five points. So, hey, man, don't be – it's just – I've had plenty of trades like this where it's like you look back and be like, ah, but it's always extra painful when you the player you traded away kind of goes back up and uh, haunts you. You know, I just gotta, I just gotta add a quick comment on that whole thing. Yeah. I just also want to say that Sasha's bench, Tomato's bench, is crazy because, of course, a coin flip would happen between Mitchell Trubisky and Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, you're gonna go with the safe pick and play Aaron Rodgers, mm. but mm-hmm. Mitchell Trubisky had a, a <laughs> had a whopping 39 off the bench. She had 39 off the bench. Man, I'm sorry. That's that. That is that. That's a lot of. That's a lot of cheese. Now, of, of course, cheese. it's coming from a quarterback. But even so, still, she she beats you in every single quarterback category. Like, do you even have a, a second string quarterback? Of course, you don't. But either or, her quarterbacks would have won. But yes, of course, you look at bye weeks. Philip Lindsay not playing on a bye week definitely hurt her. So. I mean, I feel it, but okay. you only had one. You only had what? Excuse me, two players on your bench that actually performed because everybody else on your on your bench is on a bye. So it it was a tough match, but you know what, Kamish? I gotta I gotta I gotta stay true to the colors, and I gotta give myself the biggest mistake. I got the biggest mistake of the week. Mm. I left my man Ebron, who's been starting since week two for me, on the bench, and he had twenty eight sixty. Now, of course, oh. shout out to my man. Shout out to my man, King Tiger, because he made me he made me think that my app was tripping and I wasn't I didn't know what I was talking about. But Eric Ebron had two reception touchdowns and a rushing touchdown for twenty eight sixty. Now, mind you, I was going up against King Tiger. King Tiger was the second highest, excuse me, third highest scoring team in that week. And I 
still wouldn't have beat this guy. I mean, his team just as a whole completely blew up. Like everybody on his team was in double digits except one, two, three, set three players, but those players really aren't that big of that big of a deal. But it was that was my biggest mistake. I left a lot oh. of cheese on let me, the bench. Uh, let me add in real quick too. Um so like yeah, you would have lost regardless, but man, we're getting to the point now where you really like every point matters. Like every single point matters, whether it be yeah. seven to thirty nine, it don't matter. Every point matters. It's Points matter. While finish. For instance, like I think I'm just looking down. It's just like now you're opening the door for like if you had a tiebreaker. Like say you in these next few weeks you don't score like you you want you you. uh like you would like, you're opening the door for the Bull Darius has next and Mutt Dix to beat you just on the tiebreaker. Yeah. Bull Darius has next actually has more points than you now. Because yeah, I know. Seven points. That's, just, that's the scariest thing about this. I can, sling, I can sling only but so much grease because my grease has to be capped because, you know, I'm not, I'm not out here scoring. I lost my man Cooper Cup. Nobody wanted a oh, cup of Cooper. Rest so rest in peace, Cooper Cup. But it is what it is. It is what it is, man. It is what um, it is. Hey, listen, we could, we could, we don't got any trades anymore. Um, I don't have any commission announcements or anything like that. Um, do you got any uh, any co co host announcements? If not, nah, then... no co host announcements. I just wanna, I just wanna say a big shout out to everybody that's been listening to the podcast. I mm-hmm. appreciate y'all. I, I please, I want y'all to please, please, please criticize. Give us comments, show us love, say something you guys want to also add. Please let us know any way we can continue to keep growing and improving this podcast. But other than that, I'm good. You know what? You know what? On that same vein, man, let's start sharing the podcast, man. Let's. I mean, I know it's not relevant to a lot of people, but I mean, how many fantasy leagues just got a podcast? And you can. Just I mean, say, I don't. I don't like, know many. I do not <laughs> yeah. know many. I say that, Commission. Yeah, let's. Let, I mean, heck, let's let's promote ourselves a little bit. Let's get us out there, here, like show people what we're doing and what's possible with with fantasy. And we're just doing the very. We could be doing even more, like you said. We, I'm sure, we're not doing everything perfect, but so it's like this is just this is just the very beginning of what like a fantasy league can be, you know. Amen, amen, Commish. You in, you talking you talking to the congregation right now? Yeah, preaching to the choir. Hey, anyway. preach. Well, wow. With that said, man, let's just jump right into your... You want to get into the predictions? Yeah, let's hear it, man. All right. Well, let's start. We got it fresh and hot. We got good old Mudless Dick versus King Tiger. Now, let me tell you about this. I'm really feeling... I'm really, 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 really feeling this team because I think this team is primed and ready to go. It has been doing a whole bunch of fleecing. It has got all its all its players through nut ass trades, and I think King Tiger is actually ready to take over. And I'm gonna just say that I'm I'm a, I'm gonna come out and say it. You know, the power rankings haven't really truly been honest. Yeah. Nobody has one has wanted to give this man respect, but I think it's time to put some motherfucking respect on King Tiger's name because let me tell you, King Tiger King Tiger's big three. This I'm I'm gonna just keep it as big three. 
He got Drew Brees holding down the queue. Julio Jones holding down the receiver one. And I'm going to kick it a little different for you. A little different for you. A little different. And he also got holding down the receiver two, Keenan Allen. These are players that are primed and ready to go. But Muttless Dick ain't quiet. He's actually been making a lot of noise. He's got Jared Goff holding down the QB1. He's got Antonio Brown holding it down. And got Tyreek Hill. So this will be a very interesting matchup. And I'm not going to lie, I had to eat my own words because I gave myself the, the edge over King Tiger. That is absolutely not the case. I got King Tiger winning eight in a row. And I'm going to get an edge to my man, King Tiger. So, sorry, Mudless Dick. If your feelings may be hurt, I am truly sorry. I'm straight about the jungle. No safari. Moving on. We got Fantasy Spoiler versus the Bull Darius has next. Mm. Not going to lie, these predictions are looking real crazy. And you know what? I'm going to have to give my man Fantasy Spoiler the edge. He got three workhorses, all free of bye weeks. He got David Johnson, Zeke Elliott, and Leonard Fournette holding down the flex. They both, they're both projected to score above 18. I'm sorry, but the Bull Darius, Carrion Johnson, and Chris Carson is just not doing it for me. They just not. They just, they just not. And Ricky Seals Jones, you can have that shit. So I'm sorry. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get an edge to my man Fantasy Spooler. He looking real good this week. He looking real, real good. And I mean, I know I, I, I give a lot of grease to the, to the, to the bull. Not the bull, Darius. The bull fantasy spoiler. I don't know, man. This team might be coming along. Moving on, we got even Morgan Freeman, even Morgan Freeman's versus the Cam Dab Dab Cam, Cam Dab on him. Uh, well, you know, I don't usually like to, uh, I don't usually like to do this, but. I, I like Cam a lot this year. Cam has has absolutely silenced me as a critic, has continued to show up. I mean, of course, he didn't show up that one week that you lost. But, you know, Dab Cam's getting a lot of players back from by. He's got good old Dablin Cook, who he's been shelving, shelving for a good week and a half. Now it seems like he's primed and ready to go. So I like Cam Newton, Dablin Cook, and good old DeAndre Hopkins. Against the skins, everybody knows the skins can't hold water, and Josh Norman is truly overrated. So I ain't nobody worried about him. Versus even Morgan Freeman's, mm, you're gonna have to do a little bit better than than Capri Bibbs. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're gonna have to do a little bit better, and you know AJ Green, AJ Green looking a little weak. So make sure you set that lineup. And George Kittle is on a bye week, baby. So you got you got to do something. Maybe you wanna pull a quick pull a quick fast one, but. I'm going to have to get an edge to my man, Dad Cam. Moving on, we got Boogeyman versus Princess Tomato. What a match. What a match. So, let me put it to you like this. My man got good old Ben Roethlisberger going up against Jacksonville. Everybody know Jacksonville must be burning from the inside out because they can't stop anything. So, maybe this might be that another opportunity where Big Ben has a great game. He's got Adrian Peterson holding down the RB1. And he's got Deshaun Jackson going up against the Giants. Everybody know D-Jack is a killer for the Giants. So this could be interesting. Versus Aaron Rodgers and Ty Gurley, Adam Thielen and Juju Smith-Schuster. Mm. I don't know, man. I'm not going to turn my back on this Titan. So I'm going to have to get an edge to my, to my lady, Princess Tomato. I like it. I mean, even though the boogeyman is clearly about to wipe somebody's nose, 
Let's just see if it's let's see if it's true. Let's see if it's true. If it is, I bite I bite my words. I bite my tongue. But I like Princess Tomato on this one. Moving on, we got Tier Four Captain versus Now I Know. I think Now I Know finally found his identity. Let's see what happens here. Now, as I said earlier, Tier Four Captain has just been a walking zombie, not doing much. No waiver, no waiver wire pickups. No movement, no nothing. He's got two players on a bye week in his lineup, but he's still projected to, to score 90. So that's interesting, as it, as it may be. Versus, now I know I like Christian McCaffrey, and now I know finally got his head out of his ass and starting to play Aaron Jones. So I like this a lot. I like his running back court a lot. And he's got Ingram in the flex. This could be interesting, seeing as though Philadelphia Eagles can't hold water either. They are just some shit, and Jim Swartz has lost his mind talking about, oh, I play my secondary 10, 10 yards off the ball so they can allow defense. Some, Excuse me, so they can allow first downs. Yeah, okay, Jim Swartz. Okay, Jim Swartz. Might have to get this guy a uh, uh, um, uh, defense for idiots type of book. But I continue. I'm going to have to get an edge to my man now I know. Now I know. Actually might be primed if he wins this game. He goes to five and six. And last but not least, we got the brother from the land named Kneecap versus Philly Swag Goo. Dripping, dripping Swag Goo. Now, I'm going to tell you how I really feel about this week. I gave myself the edge last week, and I thought I could win it all with Andy Dalton. And I was sorely mistaken. Andy Dalton didn't even score 10 points. So, foot in my mouth. Sorry, uh, sorry, King Tiger. I'll, I'll fall back, but I'll hopefully see you in the playoffs. As a matter of fact, I will see you in the playoffs. I got Deshaun Watson, good old Alvin Kamara, and fresh off the waiver wire, my man Josh Reynolds. I think my man is primed to blow up. I'm projected to lose this game against Kneecap. He got good old Joe Flacco, Kareem Hunt, and Michael Thomas. Now, I'm not going to say too much, and I know you're going to hear this a day later, but uh, you know Joe Flacco might get benched for your boy Lamar Jackson, so you might want to do some adjustments. <laughs> just, in, just in case, you know, you're not, you're not doing enough. You might want to pay attention to that situation. But I'm going to have to give the edge. I'm going to have to give the edge to my man, Kneecap. Kneecap, Kareem Hunt is extremely scary, and I think that that whole combined score is going to be like 80-plus points. And I really, I'm really not feeling. I'm really, as an Eagles fan, I'm really not feeling the Saints this year. The Saints are very dangerous. They've added Brandon Marshall. They just keep getting scarier and scarier. They have a, a truly a, a two-headed monster at the running back core. Drew Brees has just not showing any age. He's like the he's like the new gen Tom Brady. I don't know what's going on, but all I can say is here, here come the Saints. So I'm gonna get an edge to my man, the brother from the land. And that, my friends, is the week eleven predictions. Good job, man. Um, Thank a, you, sir. I was, man, that there's two things I want to take away from that. First is, man, that I, I got my eye on that Sasha or the Princess Tomato and uh, Boogeyman matchup. That actually is going to be very interesting. That I think that actually might be that might be <laughs> the week that matchup of the week for real. Yeah, that's a real close one. That's a very eye. very close one. And then, uh, man, Tay's lineup looks. <laughs> hey, man. My second. Uh, he's starting Carlos Hyde and Flacco. Oof. Hey, Don't man. Want to be doing that in the playoff hunt. 
Hey, man. Listen, it, it, it is what it is at this point. Every point matters. Every single how, point matters. How it turns out. This should be very interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, always always a good job with those predictions. They're pretty um I like the confidence in that you're gonna make the playoffs. I like that. Hey man, I'm I'm confident I'm gonna make the playoffs, but I gave myself the loss. You gotta yeah. pay attention. So I'm honest. I'm honest, but you know, we gotta like, gotta I, see how the week plays. I just feel like you're doing that just to, so you don't jinx yourself. Hey, and I can't jinx myself. I already said the shit last time and I got blown out. So, exactly. hey, exactly. at this point, man, it is what it is. If I lose... <laughs> you said you're going to win last time. Now you're like, ah, I'm not going to win. Just so you can be, <laughs> be humble. Hey, I chill, chill, that. chill, 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 <laughs> chill, chill, chill. Don't be reading into my Genjutsu. Chill out, chill out, chill out. Hey, man, is it is it about that time? I think it's definitely about that time. I definitely think I'm ready for some power rankings. And I'm also ready for a few apologies. I do a little, know that. little bit of apologies. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm ready for some apologies because I know somebody somebody needs some respect on their name because they actually might be number one. But I ain't gonna say too much. Listen, I'm not gonna say too much. I'm gonna fall back. I'm gonna fall back in this. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, say this. It's kind of crazy. Last, you know, I really I I try to say my power rankings are set in stone with the tears, but then. Nonsense happens during the and like people that I didn't think was gonna win, they win. The next thing you know, I realize everyone just has the same record again. And honestly, I think I think there's only just one team that's truly, truly out of it, which is like, which is a little crazy considering I think we got like three games left. So only one team really not looking good, and we can start there with the uh, the tier four captain. Uh-oh. Um, I actually think he is – that name is very appropriate. Um, he's, I, he's mathematically eliminated, but I do appreciate that he is – I think he's still set his team. He's still set his lineup, but um, I believe he's mathematically eliminated, and I'm, I'm not going to really talk too much about his team other than that. Saquon Barkley Saquon sucks. Barkley. <laughs> so, so Saquon Barkley goes down to shit. I mean, he's honestly been a little – a little uh, underwhelming lately. He sucks. That's what it is. Yeah. This is – all right, I, I'm going to go a little bit into his team. But, like, when you say – if you were to tell me that Saquon Barkley, Robert Woods, Mike Evans, and Russell Wilson, like, I don't know how you're, like, two and eight with, it, with those four. And it's just – I just think he's got to be a little bit more active on the waivers and the, the trade market because that's a solid four that you can really build a team around. Um, I know they're not they're not always consistent. They're not always great, but – Shouldn't be what two and eight shouldn't be two and eight. That's like a little, a little ridiculous, honestly. But well, it's a tad bit underperforming. He, he, could, he should be like you know like a, a he should be like a five like a five and five like four and sixteen like two and eight. Come on, man. You got anything to add there? No, I mean I, I can't I can't talk about this walking zombie no more. He's yeah. at this point he's 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 he. <laughs> Hey man, I mean, what you want to do? You want to pull him from the ice? And, hey, and, you know, I'll he's say, going to be out here blowing blue flames out of his mouth. It's nothing we can do for tier four captain. We, hold up, uh, there's one thing we can do. We can bring him on this podcast. That's exactly. I what mean, we, we can bring him on the podcast, but I you know, he ain't going to be. He's not going to say much except, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, White Walkers. Don't, they don't talk much. All they do is just they kill. And you know, I mean, it it is what it is. But 
unfortunately, Saquon Barkley is a white walker and he can't do nothing but underperform. Yeah, man. So it, it is what it is. We we definitely, if there's one thing we got to do this year, we got to make sure we bring him on and, and hear what he has to say regarding. Oh, we definitely going to hear what he say when when he's sitting on the sofa watching everybody playing the playoffs. That's yeah. we definitely going to bring him in. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh for sure, definitely. Let's move on to number eleven. Um, and honestly, like, man, I've been trying to. I threw like four people in tier four last last week, saying like, "Yo, y'all, y'all season's done." But it's like, all right, let me stop being so premature and rolling people out. I'm going to bear on the bear on the side of caution and say this is tier three. A lot of people do still have chances now. Granted, tier three is like, yo, you're really like like you're on life support type of thing. And and I would say like the people that the nine through eleven is is life support tier three. And um, number eleven, rounding it off is Boogeyman. He is mm. he is the team that truly is mm. like really really on life support. When you look at him, mean, he's three and seven. Like I don't even know if he can um, if he can truly make it mathematically. But I think the chances there slightly. He needs everything to break his way, but he's not completely out of it. And I think a big reason why I moved him from tier four to tier three is the fact that he plays. Princess Tomatoes this week. That is a big game because if she falls to to um like imagine if she loses out, like she could potentially be five and eight. Which, which is, is crazy. scary. Yeah. I mean, who's gonna win the division? It's right. If she loses out, it's pretty much gonna be between uh now I know and Boogeyman. So that's why I'm like, hey, Boogeyman has actually has a chance. Like if he wins out, he might he could steal the division if everything breaks his way. Will it? I don't know because he traded the cancer survivor and he's had bad luck ever since. So uh, let's talk a little bit about his team. I mean, like I said, it's a little, it's not as uh, dangerous as it once was, but I mean, he's got Patrick Mahomes, man, in that QB spot. But man, he's been outperformed by Big Ben two weeks in a row, which is crazy. Mm, which is highly unfortunate. And his running backs right now, they're looking a little shaky. He's got Adrian Peterson. Alex Collins, neither of them are rock solid RB1s. They're all very, very – Adrian Peterson, he lost both of his all-pro guards. He had a questionable week last week in a very soft matchup. Very, very questionable, uh, yeah, to say so the AP, least. Eh, I don't know if you want to rely on him going forward. But he doesn't really have much of a choice, unfortunately. Then he's got Alex Collins, who, who knows how uh, – he might be – the fact that Flacco is out, it might benefit Alex Collins, but – yeah, we'll see. Again, no RB1 material there. Not at all. And then uh, his his wide receivers, he's got Josh Gordon and Tyler Boyd. They're the main – they're the, the meat right there. Doesn't sound championship worthy, but Josh Gordon can blow up. He blew up la- not last week but the week before. Same with Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd's a little underrated. So, uh, there's I, I would say there's a lot of people with better wide receiver cores, but it's not terrible. It's not terrible. We'll see what happens with Josh Gordon. And then, of course, he's got the main man, Travis Kelsey, who is uh, really – if there's if he better hope Travis Kelsey starts blowing up like Zach Ertz did last week, like start giving him 20 to 30. That might help him uh, make up some of the gaps in his run, running back spot. So um, I, that is pretty much like – outside of that, most of the players are just like matchup, flex guys, just hoping he plays the right person at the right time. I just – I just – I just hope – I just hope that Travis Kelsey and Tyler Boyd have massive games. Yeah, that's the only way. They're going to be needed. Yeah, 
I, I man, yo, I listen. This team is clearly not as talented as uh, Princess Tomatoes team, and I know these the power rankings, but goodness, man, if this team beats Princess Tomatoes this upcoming week, then man, I don't even know what to think. Hey, man, if this team beat Princess Tomatoes, he in the playoffs. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be crazy. But unless if you got anything else to uh to add. No, nah, that was it. I mean, I just I just need to see his superstars. I, I like Travis Kelsey, and I think D-Jack is definitely going to be an X-factor as the flex. Mm-hmm. I think he's primed and ready to go. Everybody knows D-Jack has really good games up against the New York Giants. It doesn't matter what uniform he is. He's in, I mean, whether it be Eagles uniform or Tampa Bay uniform, I think he's primed and ready to go. The Giants are just a complete shit show, and I think it's time for him. I think it's time for him to blow up. Yeah, man. Let's um, – yeah, like I said, I almost overlooked D-Jax, but he's a good – he's a solid player this week. Uh, this uh, – let's move on to number number 10. We got the fantasy spoiler. Uh-oh. He's, he's, uh, he's actually up. He's slowly climbing up. Um, the fantasy spoiler? Is he yeah, showing life? He's showing some life, man. He's, he's showing got, life? He, he's showing life. He's, he's got a very, very solid QB in Carson Wentz. And, I mean, he could leave Carson Wentz in there and probably be fine all year. Um, and then his running backs, as running backs, his running backs are really good. Well, he got, the best, he got the best running back tandem in the league. Let's just mm. say, let's just say that now. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Okay. Who, who, who better? Um, I like the Gordon James Conner, um, tandem. Ugh. Do they have a flex to match that? Yeah. Do they got the third and he's, he's got the, he's got the best triplet of them. I mean, Zeke, DJ and Leonard Fournette all were guys that went you know what? They're, they're all guys that went in, like, the top, like, eight mm-hmm. on draft day. I mean, those were the first running backs off the board for the most part besides Gurley. So, I mean, yeah, so it, it's 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 definitely a solid – you can't do much better than that, honestly. You would think we did auction the way his team looked. But, I mean, I don't know. He did – he tried to play the long game, and it got him down here. His record's terrible. I mean, four and six, he hasn't scored a lot of points. But, you know what? I mean, again, if he wins out – when uh, he could he could make it, man. You could make it with a seven and six record. Do you know how scary that could be? That someone could potentially kind of sneak into the playoffs this way. Yeah, that would be like I said. That'd be very very scary, and we would probably owe uh, T an apology if if that happened. Because I man, I ruled. Oh, I ain't giving him shit. <laughs> I don't I think it's gonna happen. Shit. By the way, I think. I think ultimately what's going to happen. So we talked a little bit about Zeke, DJ, and and Fournette, and I think DJ in particular is going to be very dangerous down the stretch. But I don't think his run, I don't think his wide receivers and tight ends is reliable enough to um, to really make him just go undefeated down the stretch. I think he's going to like lose a game, and once he drops to like uh, once he drops to seven losses. I would say it's it because he's not going to win a tiebreaker on anyone. So if he loses a game, it's it's done. And it's going to have one of those games where – one of those weeks where DJ is going to pull up, put up like 15. Zeke and Fournette's going to put up like – they're all – let's just say they all put up like 15. Nothing – not terrible but not great. I don't think his wide receivers are, are good enough to overcome that. To carry, to carry that load? They're yeah, not good enough to carry that load? Yeah. And, and the thing is, like, if, if, if you told me this – if we all started – like zero zero, and we were just like, all right, 
12 more. Like, let's let's just say we start the season over with this roster. He would have a winning record. But I just don't think it's enough for him to just to win out down a stretch. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That's a that's an adequate that's an adequate eh, observation. I just I just feel as though if T can just find maybe just one receiver off the waiver wire, he might be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got to play the right receiver more. So like maybe the yes. game isn't strong, but he just plays like he he strikes fire or whatever. I mean, he did last week, right? He put up one forty eight. So. It's clearly when his team is working. I mean, he, he, work. he literally, he literally the highest. So we just attention to this guy. You're you guys, um. Hold on one second. You're breaking up quite a bit. I don't know how it's going to turn out. Uh, is that better? A little better. Uh, T is T is very very dangerous. You're still breaking up overnight, so. Uh, there is nothing I can do about that. I am face into the cell phone right now. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just a bad flexible internet connection. Let's um, let's let's uh, drop it and just like re-add real quick. Yo yo yo, we back. I think we're back on. All right, bet. Sorry about that, coach. Sorry about that, Coach. Yeah, we all good now. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. So I think we were we're talking about T, but I think we said a lot about T. You left off. Yeah, you left off on T. You were at the tail end of your uh, of your of your pure analysis of T. I think I gave good analysis of him. Let's. You did. Um, just just put some respect on that man's running back trio. Maybe his long term investments are actually paying off. They are, but it's uh. I is it is it is it a dollar? Is it a dollar dollar late too short? Yeah, he's he's sacrificed too much in the meantime. He mm. lost, he scored. Uh, two, he's not going to win a tiebreaker because his points are so low. But mm. hey, that's why he's tier three though. He does have a chance, even if it's a small one. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, let us move on to number nine. Okay, I know. Now I know has an identity. Yeah, he, he felt good after he got that W, and mm-hmm. I got him a little bit higher than 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 T, simply because his uh, I I I think his team's a little bit more well balanced. And you mentioned running back core. Uh, well, first start I'll start as QB. Philip Rivers is the top five QB this year. He's really good and very very fine under really just fine under the radar. And um, yeah, I mean you can't go wrong with Philip Rivers as your QB right now. They gave him a lot of weapons, and he's putting up points. Um, and then, uh, so moving on to his running backs, he's got a solid, solid running back core. Mark Ingram, I mean, I don't, I still don't know what to make of him, uh, but he blew up last week. You got Christian McCaffrey, who's really, um, who's very under, underrated. And then we got Aaron Jones, man. He might be, if, if there's a, if he makes the playoffs, it's going to be because of Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones has been blowing up lately, and I feel so sick for letting him go. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you offered me a trade for him. I always thought he was solid, but um, I just, yeah, like you said, I, I think you wanted Sony Michelle, and it was just like, ah, I don't know. At but, that point, you probably should have gave him up to me because you knew he was going to be injured. No, no, it was you get offered a trade be, like before, long before. Kind of, it was kind of like they were both very questionable. Like, but 
hey, they both they both kind of blew up now. And Aaron Jones has, I believe, a little bit higher upside. Aaron Jones really might be like a top five running back to end the season. And if that happens, man, watch out. Now I know AKA Hove is going to be very, very dangerous. And then to complement his running backs, he's got he's got two strong wide receivers and Alshon Jeffrey and um and Stephon Diggs. Oh yeah. Yeah, very, very strong uh, to there. I mean, I like Mark Ingram, but he ain't no Alvin Kamara. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just talking, yeah. If you, that's the thing. I can't really figure out Ingram. Um, he had he had a really good game though. It could be, um, but it could be a situation where, you know, last year they were both like doing great at the same time. Maybe, um, maybe Mark Ingram. They know they're gonna, they're probably gonna move on from Mark Ingram next year. Maybe they're not gonna feed him as much as they did. So. They want to see uh, Kamara really take over. But, hey, man, anything can happen with him, as you've seen. He put up a point. He put up, like, a he had a, a week where he put up a point and then a week where he put up, like, 26. So, um, so yeah, like I said, his team's really good. I, and I, I mentioned Alshon and, and Stephon Diggs. That's two borderline wide receiver ones just hanging out there. Very well-balanced team. If I were to – so, this is the end of Tier 3. And this if I were to – if I were to compare, now I know, fantasy spoiler, and Boogeyman, I was, I mean, obviously I got him ranked higher than all of them, but I actually think it's realistic for him to make a run. I really do. I That's like why, it. Yeah. I like I like yeah. it. I mean, and, you know, it, it'll be it'll be very interesting to really see how this, end, this race ends because, man, oh, man, I can't call it. I mean, I feel like <laughs> – like everybody is, it's it's fair game for anybody to just kind of take over at this point. It's fair game. Like these, like these, these uh tier three guys. It's a long shot, but hey, man, I think one of them might might pull through and surprise us. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's move on to number eight. Number eight. Got the dicks. Good old muddy dick. Mudless dick. One. He's climbed out of tier three. Mm, interesting. And um, I believe he is five and five right now. So, um, bravo! I mean, he's he's pretty much he won a very very um, a matchup that I didn't think he had a chance with, but yeah, against uh, the good old kneecap. So, yeah, I mean, he's the right man from the land, the brother man. I mean, can't can't rule him out yet. I mean, it's it's definitely going to be tight. Um, but I mean, if he wins out, I mean, what are we looking at? Uh, He's seven and five. He's we're, if he wins out, he could he'll be eight and five, and that's definitely enough to to get in. So, I mean, he's definitely got a chance. He's right in the thick of things. His points scored is solid to the point where he could catch if he has if he blows up two weeks in a row, he could definitely catch both you and the bull. Darius has next on points, so I mean, he's right in the thick of things, really sitting at that number eight spot. Um, looking at his team, um, he's got Jared Goff at QB. I mean, I think – and he's got Baker uh, Mayfield, too, if he doesn't like the matchup. But I think Jared, Jared Goff is a nice plug-and-play QB. There's a lot of QBs that's like that where – I mean, it's just a it's just a, good, a year for um, – a year for uh, for QBs in general. Like, all of them are doing really well. Um, this wide receiver core we mentioned a little bit earlier, Antonio Brown and Tyreek Hill. I mean, these are two – I think they, they've got to be number one and number two wide receiver. They're um they're explosive. They're gonna they can blow up for thirty points at any moment, and they're part of just great offenses. You're not gonna see too many down weeks from them. If there's a wide receiver core to own, it's gonna be this one. As far as uh, if you just want to rely on, I don't think Tyreek Hill is a, a 
a boomer bust player. He's been like a he's had a few weeks where it's just like, all right, nothing crazy, but man, his booms are his booms are really uh, they're really they you feel them. Oh, you feel, feel them. them. It's and either his, like eight points or thirty. It don't matter. <laughs> his his uh his low points. Uh, that's what I was trying to say is like his low points aren't even that bad when you consider how high he goes. It's like man, he he's uh. He's really good this year. His lowest point, he had two two games where he scored, uh, you know, like less than ten. But outside of that, I mean, he's been he's been solid. He's just he can single handedly just win you a, win you a week. So that's a guy I would like on my team. But hey, man, trade deadlines passed. Uh, his uh, <laughs> right, his uh, his running backs though, man, they're so scary. Jordan Howard is just trash, and then we got. Good old Wendell Smallwood. Yeah, we got Smallwood. Is eh, he's not the guy? It looks like Josh Adams is the guy, but I mean, he's got Lamar Miller. Maybe Lamar Miller can give him some a little bit of a, a stability. But I mean, I think the last the last game he played was very very questionable. So I don't know, man. They're all very uh, his running backs just aren't very good, and it's a it's a scary sight, man. And um. So we'll see, though. We'll see. But it's it's a situation where his wide receivers are just so good where they could really power him into the playoffs. But we'll see, man. This is a this will be the uh, the first time I've seen a – if he makes a playoff, a uh, a team that just has running backs this bad just make it in. So uh, he's also got a solid tight end, by the way. I think that was a good idea to ship off uh, Jimmy Grant for Greg Olson. Not a bad. It was a solid play. I think it was a. I think it was a good idea too. I mean, he's he's making it work. Making it work. It seems like he's got a little bit higher upside. He's a little bit more involved. Um, he's not going to single handedly just like he's not going to like go insane out there. But I mean, he's, he's solid, man. Greg Olson's been a good tight end for a while. Um, anything you got? Anything else to add on this team? Honestly, I just want him to hope that Drew Brees continues to. I guess play well because Drew Brees seems like he's turned up in the in the playoff mode. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. I hope Jared Goff doesn't revert, or you know, they just give all the points to pretty much fucking Todd Gurley because at this point, it's it's about to get real. It's about to get real. We'll see how things go. I think we can move on to number. Uh, to number seven, still in tier two. These guys all remember tier two. Everybody's got a chance. Oh yeah. Uh, number seven, we got. I was really torn between either you and Darius the Bull. Obviously, Darius the Bull is here at number seven. Um, he's really he's kind of on a slide. I think Gronk is just is just terrible. Gronk team. sucks. That's what it yeah. is. Just say but, it for what it is. Yeah. Patriots fan. Hey man, I mean, I I still I really think that trade hurt him a lot. Where he traded away McCaffrey and Diggs for uh for Devonta Adams. Now, granted, Devonta Adams is is a great wide receiver. He's loved by Aaron Rodgers, but man, McCaffrey Diggs, I don't know, man. This team would be a lot scarier if he had that. Instead, he has to rely on Carryon Johnson and Kenyon Drake to the power him forward. Don't get me wrong. Carryon Johnson is definitely the running back that he can use, but it's not the running back he needed. He got rid of Christian McCaffrey, who was the running back that he needed. Yeah, you know, like Carryon's fine, but like if he was my best, if he was my best running back, I'd be a little scared as all. 
I don't know how stable he's going to be. He's got too much, too much going on there with that. Uh, the offense being questionable. The he's got two other running backs that's that's kind of taking time from him. I mean, he's not terrible, but that's your best running back. Eh, I don't know, man. With that said, though, his team would really be working if if Gronk was uh was was Gronk, but man, he just keeps missing games. And right now, he's getting nothing out of his tight end spot, and um, it's a shame because his wide receivers are really good. He's got, you know, obviously I mentioned Devonta Adams. He's got Odell Beckham Jr. and he's got Brandon Cooks. Like that is a very, very strong wide receiver core. And if he does make it into playoffs, I would not be surprised with a core like that. Um, his team is quite balanced. It's just got some. He's got a huge hole at uh, at tight end, and and I would say his RB two because Kenyon Drake and um, and Grant giving him zero. It's just. Ugh. That's just a killer, man. It's just no good. You know, Ken, yeah. you know, Kenyon has been one of the most inconsistent performers this year. You know, he seems to lose his spot to Frank Gore. He has huge key fumbles. He has big games against pretty much poop defenses. And yeah. then, like, he just can't consistently perform. Like, you can't always guarantee 10 points from, Ken, from Kenyon Drake. And it's so frustrating. Very, it's almost it very. reminds me of a Titan situation with Derek with uh Derek Henry and Deion Lewis. Like, you know, you think these guys are primed and ready to be a feature back and they just pretty much revert to becoming a committee running back. Yeah. And it's so frustrating. Yeah, it's just like Kenyon Drake is very confusing because he looked really like a really good running back and just like I don't know what happened this year, but man, that's a that's the type of player we talk about boom and bust with Tyreek Hill. Kenyon Drake is definitely not worth his uh, when he busts. It's just like you can't have that from a running back where they just give you like two points. It's just like man, that's just gonna that's like you imagine during the playoffs and Kenyon Drake just gives him like a donut. Like it's just it's oh just, you're gonna be sick for sure. Yeah, you're gonna be you sick. don't know what you're gonna get from him. No matter the matchup, no matter anything, you just who knows what I'm getting from from uh, Kenyon Drake. In my eyes, that's just not worth it, man. You definitely don't want that type of volatility. I'm not even going to uh, trash myself. I, you don't want that type of variance from from your running back. So you just don't. Yeah. It's just not. It's just not healthy. And I mean, in general, it's just like it, it, you really are shooting in the dark with it. You really are. So I mean, I believe. Uh, oh, you know who I missed though. Um, that he has. He does have uh, Chris Carson. So you know, maybe um, maybe he can just go ahead and bench Drake permanently and then just maybe Carson can stay healthy and give him a solid floor every week at that running back spot. Hey man, if that happens, then it does increase his odds at, you know, making a run and, and really holding a playoff spot. Yeah. That will, that will definitely, uh, definitely solidify him for sure. For sure. But we'll see. Cause Chris Carson is no sure thing as well. It seems like he's not built to be a um, elite runner. He keeps getting hurt. He just keeps getting hurt, and especially he's getting a lot of running back. Uh, I, I want to say a poisonous running back injuries. Anything with the leg, hammy, hip, knee, is just a no no. It's yeah. just a no no. Definitely, definitely. Uh, we can move on though. We can move on to the uh, the uh, the uh, even Morgan Freemans. Nice. Even more. Oh, I'm sorry. I no, me. you didn't. No, I was about to I, say uh, you I definitely skipped me. But maybe mm-hmm. I did. Nope. Number six, we got Philly Swag Goop. Okay, dripping, um, dripping swag goop. Yeah, I definitely just – I just wanted to skip you, man. I don't feel like going into your team now. I'm just playing. But uh, – Terrible. Terrible. No, I, I still do uh, really like your team. I think you 
you know, obviously you had a dud last week, but you had a, I think you had that, that, uh, what's his name? You had an injury to Cooper Cup, and then the Deshaun Watson bye doesn't help as well. And, um, yeah, a couple injuries actually. So, but, um, and then <laughs> the, the good old Eric Ebron thing. So, but overall, I think your team's solid. I think Deshaun Watson could, is a stable, um, at this point, everyone should have a stable QB. Like, there's, there's more than enough QBs to go around. Like, everyone, all the Q, you should be getting 20-plus from your QB spot at this point. Um, you got Alvin Kamara, Tevin Coleman, Deion Lewis. Very, um, now, obviously, Kamara, I think he's the number two fantasy running back this year. Um, I think he's definitely a very, very valuable player who can, who should be able to help power you into the playoffs. And then you got Tevin Coleman and Deion Lewis, who, while not, RB1s, they are RB2s, and they can um, – they have weeks where they're a little shaky, but both of them can easily put up 20-plus depending on the matchup. So that's a very solid running back core. Um, not many people actually have a better well-balanced running back core than that at the moment. Um, your wide receivers, uh, they could use a little – they could use a little uh, a little help. I mean, you got Kenny, who's, uh, who's, who's quite solid. I mean, it's a shame you lost Cooper Cup, but – uh, Kenny Galladay, I think he can be like a borderline. I think you can trust him in that, in that, in that as your best receiver. You got Sammy Watkins, who is a uh, – I don't know. Sammy Slightly Watkins, injured. I think he's hurt right now, yeah. Slightly that's... injured, but he should, he's expecting to come back this week. Yeah. So your, your wide receiver uh, two spot is up for grabs. I see you do got Calvin Ridley there. Um, Calvin Ridley, he might be a uh, – and uh, he pretty much relies on um, touchdowns to really blow up. So that's kind of scary. I'm sure you'll figure it out, though. Um, I do still have you. This is number six, so I still do think you're going to make the playoffs, even if that loss hurt a lot. You really need to win, though. This yeah, is- I really, 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 really need yeah. to win. You, you lose, man, you're going to be in that, that uh, good old tier. You yeah, might as well just man. put me in the in the, in the in the mark tier. I can't call it T-tier <laughs> no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, – yeah, I mean, you got – outside of that, man, I know you got, like, a lot of uh, – you kind of got a lot of plug-and-play wide receivers that you can play around with. Like, you got, you know, Chris Godwin, Miller, Josh Reynolds. So, we'll, we'll, I know, I'm sure you'll figure out what's going on with that wide receiver two spot. Um, but I do think your team looks – it looks pretty good. It's just a matter of whether um, luck kind of breaks your way, essentially. Like, hopefully people don't blow up against you. Hopefully your team produces going down the stretch. It's it's going to be close though, man. It's Pretty much, this is a make or break week for me. This week is huge. It's huge. Huge, 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 huge. Let's see. Let's move on to number five. The even, even Morgan Freeman. Even Morgan Freeman. I got a little even premature last time. I, just, I saw his name. I was just like, oh, I gotta say, even Morgan Freeman. That's even all that. Morgan was. Freeman. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, no, his team is good, and we had mentioned it before. Um, his running back duo is really good in Melvin Gordon and James Conner. James Conner, as you all heard, no Le'Veon Bell, so you can pretty much pencil this guy in. As no like Le'Veon Bell. Top five running back, in my opinion. Um, I think he's probably number three or four right now in points score, but, I mean, he's he's basically a top five running back. Um, he's a bell cow on a strong offense, so – He's got a nice little duo going on with Gordon and James Conner. He doesn't have to have any worries with that. And then he, uh, he uh, did a genius move and shipped off Le'Veon Bell for A.J. Green. 
And we all know that Bells uh, are coming back, and AJ Green might actually play this week. So, not Tiger's best trade, if I were to say. But we're talking about even Morgan Freeman's right now. Even Morgan Freeman. Even Morgan Freeman. And his, like I said, his, he's got the strong running back core, and his wide receiver core is, um, it's just going to look a lot better once he gets AJ Green. But in the meantime, uh, T.Y. Hilton and, eh. What do you think of Golden Tate? Let's hear Philly, uh, some Philly. You know, I, I like Golden Tate, but I'm going to just say this. The situation that he is in right now, it's not going to be healed by just a strong dosage of straight Golden Tate. My man is still learning the playoff book. And clearly Doug Peterson has been shit in the bed because my man, he was only in for a whopping 13 snaps. Let's think yeah. about that for a second. 13 snaps. So mind, so mind you, his fantasy opportunity is extremely capped. So even if it is a straight big boomer bust or he turns in a a quick hitch into a 30-yard carry, I mean a 30-yard catch, it's frustrating to see that he's only in on 13 snaps. Whereas you got some receivers like a, a Calvin Ridley who's in on 97% of the offensive snaps or someone like a Cooper Cup who's a part of a heavy three-set receiver. So he's going to be in on – he's going to be on the field at any moment, whether that be a jet, a jet sweep or a pass. He's there. So the opportunities are there. It's just very frustrating. And I don't really know what's going on with the Eagles. The Eagles are, are imploding from within – the older, the older players are just not performing. And Golden Tate, of course, is a great solution, just not enough to, to correct the overall problem. Yeah. I mean, with I know you're you're getting in a little bit about the snaps, but you know, that might be something that pays off. Not man, I wouldn't say this coming week, but playoff time, Golden Tate might be a little bit of a uh, a difference maker. We'll see. Oh that. yeah. Um, also, before we move on from his team, I do want to say that George Kittle is an, is an amazing uh, tight end. He deserves to be up there with like Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz to an extent. I think he's taken over Rob Gronkowski's role as elite tight end mm. um, right now because I mean he's their entire offense, and like I said, Gronk is he's just not the same, and he's hurt. So George Kittle, he's the, he's a difference maker for real. Mm. Let's move on to. I cannot believe it. Yeah, it, it it doesn't actually hurt to say, and it's not even surprising because, heck, the Patriots were trying to trade them and all. They knew, they knew. They, they must have knew. They was trying to get another Aaron Hernandez. How's that? Oh, man, I don't <laughs> want to talk about Aaron Hernandez. Man. Sorry, sorry, I just had to. Aaron peace. Hernandez was better than the uh, Gronk, but you know, no, we'll no, never know. No, the fuck out of here. Yes, he was. I'm not even. Yeah, fuck out of here. Yeah, move on, then, Commissioner. Yeah, that's my group for you, man. Move on, Commissioner. (laughs) Anyway, let's. We got to start a tier one, and it's a shaky, shaky number four, surprisingly. And the tomatoes, um, she's down two spots. I had her maybe a little bit too high last week. Um, honestly, I didn't think I was going to win against her, um, in our matchup, but. Um, she lost, and it really kind of hurt her standings. I still think she's a, I still think it's a very, very high probability that she's going to make the playoffs. But I would say that 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 chance before it looked like it was an all but certain thing, and now it's looking a little shaky. So we'll see how this week plays out. But her team, it's still good. She start, she's going to start suffering from bye weeks, which is the scary part. 
Um, last week she had a uh, feeling by week and it killed her. And um, yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers and Mitch, Mitch Trubisky at uh, QB. I don't know, man. If I was her, may, may have, may have uh, wanted to get rid of Rodgers. He's yet to have a crazy Aaron Rodgers like game. And Trubisky's already had multiple like 30 point plus games. Rodgers is just like a steady floor guy at this point. He's not really, the Packers aren't winning with on, on the uh, arm of Aaron Rodgers right now. They're doing it on the run game, which is, you know, fine in real life, but not for fantasy, uh, at least with uh concern to Aaron Rodgers. Obviously her running backs. I mean, I should say her running backs is, uh, I mean, we got Ty Gurley there. That's, Mr. Gurley. I mean, that's, that's the, like, it's hard. She's got a, um, she's always, I feel like she's always going to have a good week just because she's got Ty Gurley, a guarantee, like 20 to 30 points from that, uh, first, just from one player every week. He's only had one week less than 20. And then you got, um, I think Phil Lindsay's solid. Uh, we'll see what happens when Royce Freeman comes back, but, um, he's been, he's been getting it done for now. Last week wasn't his, his best, but he's, he's a solid RB too, I think. Um, outside of that, I mean, she's got, Duke Johnson, and who else? Yeldon. I mean, those are more, we're talking about flex guys. Um, but, again, solid uh, solid plays. It looks like Duke Johnson's a little bit more involved getting touchdowns now. So, so that's a, that's definitely a, uh, it's a solid core, but only because she's got Todd Gurley, who's the best running back right now. The best. The best. Um, her wide receivers are also solid. Um, she's got Adam Thielen and Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, I would say, man, I thought he was about to really have a monster game. And he actually finished with less than 100 yards despite having a 75-yard touchdown. So that was a little crazy with Juju. But he's a, he's a monster. He's, he's, if you watch the Steelers play, he's very heavily targeted in the passing game. Or not in the passing game, in the, in the red zone. Like Big Ben likes to, to look at him for touchdowns when they're within 20 yards. And then um, Adam Thielen, I would be a little concerned. Uh, he was very, very steady, but let's let's just hope he's dealing with some injuries now. Let's just hope he uh, he continues to produce in the second half of the season, just like he did in the first half. So um, if that if that if he keeps it up, that side, that core of Thielen, Juju, and Todd Gurley, that should be enough for her to get at least uh, two more wins and, and lock her up in the playoffs, in my opinion. But I will say this: crazier things have happened. You damn right crazier things have happened. Absolutely. You damn right. Let's uh let's move on. Are we about to go into the tight to, to the tier of the Titans right now? Well, I would say this is the start of the tier of the Titans, man. This is Hey man, right. then you better call them for what they are. It's the Titans right here. Yeah, it is the Titans. Well, I would say like true true Titans is definitely uh is definitely these next three teams starting with Kneecap. Now, Kneecap, yeah. He had a frustrating uh, loss. He, he let Mutless Dix back into it, but I would still say that his team is very, very, very dangerous. Um, I would keep an eye on Tom Brady. I've seen him fade during a stretch uh, when it comes to fantasy, but um, I think I think Tom Brady should be able to set the hold the uh, to hold the ship steady. Um, obviously, he wants to do a little something better than Joe Flacco during the bye week, but we'll see. I mean, even if Joe Flacco might get benched, you probably want to keep an eye on that. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, you, you might not want to uh, rely on Joe Flacco even if healthy. And it sounds like he's not. But with that said, um, unfortunately, we got James White on a bye week. But James White has been amazing. 
Um, you pair that with with a uh, very very steady Kareem Hunt, and you got a you got yourself a nice nice running back core. And the crazy thing is, I don't think people realize just how good James White has been. Now, granted, last week was a little bit of a dud, but man, he's been putting up like twenty every week. Hey man, James White averages eighteen, so yeah. that man is gold. He's been really good. He's actually he's he's a uh, running back one right now, and he doesn't even get a lot of carries. So he's 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 really putting up numbers that um, that you can rely on for the most part. So definitely a very strong running back core from um, a, ru- a strong running back duo from uh, kneecap. His wide receivers are also um, pretty good as well. I think he had Manny Sanders on the bye week, so he kind of felt that a little bit. But um, unless I'm I'm going crazy. Maybe his bye week is this week. He just had a question. He just had a uh, a questionable week. Yeah, he just had a low week. It wasn't a bye week. Sorry about that. But um, Manny Sanders usually blows up. We'll keep an eye on and see if he starts really dipping now that DT is gone, Demarius Thomas. But um, you can't talk about his wide receiver core though without mentioning Michael Thomas. That guy is is amazing. He He's uh, I loved. Uh, did we talk on a podcast about what he did with the cell phone last? Uh... Oh, we we <laughs> talked all about that the performance of Joe Horn. Oh, he great. he he had to he had to channel his inner Joe Horn. My man said he bought two cell phones from the gas station, put them under each touchdown pad, and he was ready for this. Man, ready for it. The announcers were they were sick. They couldn't believe it. They were like, they oh, couldn't I, believe. It. They were like, I thought he was such an outstanding. Um, like citizen, I thought he was. You know, I was like, "Come on, man! It's just a cell phone, man." He's. They, they, it's, it's funny. They they tried to shit on him because he was showing respect to a receiver who had a touchdown in a 2000 playoff game. That's crazy, mm, and that's he was a part of the Saints. That's crazy, but of course, you know, certain certain um uh, certain players in the league just can't get no respect. It don't matter who they are. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, Michael Thomas though. I mean, he's he's amazing, and um, I would let's let's keep an eye on how uh, kneecap though manages these these bye weeks and any injuries that pop up because his team is really uh, it's not very deep. Mm, very interesting. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. And like I said, even <laughs> it's probably the third time mentioning it, but the fact that he's starting uh, Joe Flacco screams a little bit of desperation. I think he's starting Frank. Or Carl? No, it's Carlos Hyde. He's starting Carlos Hyde. Uh, you know, I ain't giving no, I ain't trying to give no tips, but I'm just gonna say, ugh. Uh, hey, man, it is what it is. It's a ugh. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, let's move on, though. Let's move on to number two. Got the good old King Tiger. Put some respect on his name. Are you going to apologize, Commissioner? Because I think you owe him an apology. I apologize because he's been on like a five-game win streak, and I swear I refuse to move him up. Like during that, like he's just been winning and winning and winning, and uh, this is the first week right now where I have him as the second best team. He probably should have been there last week, honestly. And just it's, it's, and you know what? He's not been winning by luck. He's just been out there dominating. I think he passed me on points and and um and all of that. So yeah, I mean his his team's scoring very high and it's very very consistent, very consistent. So um, again. Um, like I said, his team is 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 crazy. I just still I still don't understand how he got Drew Brees. Like that is just like that is just like a, a very just strange thing to me. It's like how you just got how did he squeeze Drew Brees out of uh from uh from Mutless Dicks? Because Mutless Dicks just it wasn't experienced when it came to trading. Yeah, it's just like 
like I guess he traded him for Lamar Miller, but it's like I ah, didn't really. I feel like he. I feel like he could afford to uh, to lose him. So it's just very, very, uh, very interesting to see how he, he pulled that off, and then just like how he pulled off all of these these uh, trades in general. Pretty much was uh, very impressive. I've never seen someone trade and put together a team, and he never he never traded to a point where it slowed his momentum down because he keeps winning. Um, let's talk a little bit about his running back core now. His running back core is very dangerous. It's sneaky, right? It's very it's sneaky, sneaky, dangerous. Very sneaky. He's got uh, it's not very deep, and it looks terrible when you look at first see it. But Marlon Mack and Tariq Cohen, I like it. I like it. Tariq Cohen, I think he's like an RB one man. He's he's really he's really uh, Marlon Mack actually. Marlon Mack came from a trade from even Morgan Freeman's. Ooh. Yeah, he's he's he uh snuck a he had to, he squeezed him, him squeezed him from yeah. even Morgan Freeman. Now, granted, Marlon Mack didn't have a big game, but that's fine. It's going to happen when you're not an elite running back. I think he's got a lot of uh good games in him still. And then let's not forget about Nick Chubb, who is just getting all the carries right now. Yeah, in that and he just had he had a ridiculous fancy day. So these names they don't look crazy. They they don't look like a lot, but. They are producing right now, and it's a, and it's enough for him to uh, to supplement his uh, his wide receiver core as well. Um, wide receiver core, he's got Julio Jones, who is the man, and he's got Keenan Allen, who is notoriously a player that starts off slow, but he he, he heats hot. up. But when he heats and, up, damn it, he hot. Yeah, he's very very. Uh, we already know what to expect from from Keenan Allen. I don't know why he has these slow starts, but. Man, he's going to, he usually turns up at the end of the year. So, and he's got his team. <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, I, I, I try to put enough respect on his name. King Tiger, number two, climbed all the way. I remember having him way down. At the he bottom. was actually, he was actually, according to week one, if you want to, no, not week one. Let's go to week five. If you want to go to week five's power rankings, my man was a whopping. Number ten, huh. he was number ten. Man, that is that is a uh, quite the climb. That um, something that we we should all like acknowledge the fact that he turned his team around. And he went started on- off in a straight panic, and he never he he ne- he took that chaos grenade and never looked back. And yep. he started it too, because mind you, he started this. He started the floodgate of trades. He started yeah, he started it, man. I thought one, you know, he traded away Mixon. Usually, that could just be like a. He got Mixon, I think, for Alex Collins, and that's a very, that is a season uh, ruining trade, honestly. And he turned, <laughs> he turned it around. It's not, not it's it's season ruining in the sense that like Mixon's really good, and Alex Collins is. They're they're both. Um, so Alex Collins doing worse than expected, and Mixon is doing better. And that's the type of trade where if you only were to do one trade a year, like that would kill you. But he just kept. Turning his roster, turning it, turning it to the point where it's just working right now. It's just working. Amen. Amen. I like, it. I like it. Go. Let's let's go to the let's, let's go, to go to the number, number one. one. We all know. Let's, oh, we all know who is it. We all know who Good is old it. Kamish. Dab can baby. Okay. I started from. I started low as well, man. I climbed up here. Um, I had a little bit more luck on my side, though, I would say, than King Tiger. I haven't just been blowing people out. Um, I, I had a game where I won by, like, a yard, less than a yard. So, um, But, no, I mean, I had a good week last week. I scored 146. 
Um, I like the balance of my team. Um, yeah, it's just it's just my roster is just very very uh, very well balanced. I have I had three people on by last week, and it, I didn't really feel like I was struggling to find players to play. Actually, I was hit heavy by buys. I think two weeks in a row. Uh, well, I didn't have a tight end. I think the week before. Last week I didn't have Hopkins, and this week I don't have my Patriots and Sony Michelle and Edelman. And it's still just a fine roster I'm rolling out. Not 100%, but we're going to survive these bye weeks. We're going to keep winning. Uh, my goal is to be 11-2 and two, and just keep winning out and just get this bye and, and finish out strong. Um, we'll see if uh, we'll see what Dalvin Cook is looking like. If he, if he is an RB1, then my, then my whole running back core is very, very good. Joe Mixon, Cook, and Sonny Michelle could just be – I won't lose any sleep over starting those three. It could, that could rival – if all goes well, it could rival fantasy spoiler as far as uh, running backs, triplets go. But we'll see. Hmm, very interesting. We'll you see. say that. Very, very interesting. Yeah, the names aren't as strong, but, like, they're all kind of – like, we don't – I don't know. Like, Mixon and Michelle, they're kind of bell cows. And then Dalvin Cook, he might be. So we'll see. I don't. I don't know. It's a little premature. Is he? Double Cook. Uh, I don't. I don't know. know, man. I like Latavius Murphy on the goal line. He's a little yeah, bit it's uh, husky. It's the reason why um, I was looking to ship him off, but somebody got cold feet once the trade was agreed to. Mm. Um, but we'll see. Oh, who are you talking about? Oh no, we don't got it. We oh. we held the poll up, and we. Oh, we okay, yeah, because you know, there's no such thing as a rumor mill. So if you're saying something, it better be true. I ain't gonna mention no names. Oh, all right, but it happened. It ain't oh. a rumor. Oh, okay. If I mention no names, uh, my Mister Co-host, but uh, okay, that's besides the point. That's besides the point. I don't need to do a rundown on my team. Nobody don't care about that. Um, you why you not you not gonna say who's who's your most powerful player? My most powerful player is Zach Ertz. Is that's, he? Yes. He's my most powerful player, and if I'm going to win, it's going to be because of Zach Ertz putting up 25-plus, or 20-plus, 25 crazy, but 20-plus, getting that from the tight end spot where there's just, like, nothing. Like, think about that. Like, you got people playing Ricky Seals-Jones, trying to rely on Jordan Reed, Greg Olson, and then it's just Zach Ertz just producing every week. That is a huge, huge differentiator. You can't pull a tight end off the waiver and just have him blow up for you. You have to so draft that type of tight end. Yeah, that that is the I remember on draft day. I was like, I was like, you know what? I don't usually go heavy on tight end because I've been burnt by Gronk too much in the past. But I'm picking Zach Ertz. It seems reasonable. He dropped a little bit, and it's been paying off. You make a you make a good point, Kamish. Yeah, I just can't lie. He make a great point. Indeed. Um, speaking of indeed, I think it might be time to. Call our very very colorful. Is it time? Is it time to get that man even Morgan Freeman? Even Morgan Freeman. Even uh, Morgan Freeman's. It should be a uh, should be an interesting uh, interview, and hopefully, hopefully he's actually awake. So yeah, he better be awake. <laughs> yeah, that's if y'all ain't noticed. That's why I was like, let me start like picking up the power rankings. We got to get this man on the phone before he falls asleep. All right, let's dial him up. All right, man, let's dial him up. There he is, even Morgan Freeman. The Bulls. Even Morgan Freeman. We've got these these Morgan Freemans out here. Even Even Morgan Morgan Freeman. There we go. There we go. Y'all finally got it, huh? Even Morgan. (laughs) Even Morgan Freeman. Oh, man. 
Board board. How's it feel to be on the podcast, man? Man, I'm glad it finally happened. It's uh, It's been in the working quite a few times, but I'm glad we got it done this time. Hey, yeah. man, we understand, you know, real life happens outside of fantasy. Yeah, man. It's it's And then to kind of just say, it's been more our fault than yours. You haven't been flaking on us. We kind of just been uh, recording a little bit too late. Let's just say that. Yeah, well, I mean, considering the fact that I fell asleep just now, I mean, like, <laughs> first, first, man. I literally passed out. We saved you. Point. We had to resurrect you from the dead. <laughs> I heard I all this vibrating. I was like, I'm looking around like maybe country doing something next door or something. I don't know what's going on. And I look up and my phone vibrating. I'm like, oh, shit. I mean, so to your credit, we said we're going to be calling you at seven. It is now eight. So it's, again, our fault. Man, shit happens. It's whatever. Yeah. We here now. Let's do this, though. Let's do it, man. What you think, man? How does your – how do you like this uh, – always started off with this question, man. How do you like it so far compared to the previous years, this uh, fantasy? Uh, this season has been a lot more eventful, in my opinion. There has been a bunch of injuries, a bunch of upsets. You know, some teams just came straight out the gate just dropping bombs and just haven't stopped yet. You know, I think this season has been uh, definitely the most eventful one we've had so far. And it's been it's been really interesting and entertaining, uh, especially with all this grease going around and uh, the arrival of uh, T. Yeah. <laughs> I would Into say, the league. I would say T added a lot of grease, as well as uh, as well, well as the good old Muzz Dix. Yep, he's indeed. Away. He's added he's added some good grease to the league as well. Indeed, he has, and he's a uh, he's I nicknamed him the Titan Killer man. He took out Sasha and then kneecap, and I was so surprised. And um, so I nicknamed him the Titan Killer. Like, let's do this, man. You okay, okay. Even Morgan Freeman's week. out here handing out nicknames and monikers. I like it. Yeah, man. And um, yeah, it's, it's definitely been entertaining. And I think the, everyone who's new this season has just added that much more personality to the league and and that much more competitiveness. I mean, this this season is still pretty tight, man. And and then you got T down there. And tier four with dropping 140 plus and out of nowhere, it's just, I mean, it's, it's really entertaining and it's, it's really fun. And I'm really enjoying myself this season. And I want to thank everybody for uh, for adding to that. Uh, the league's been great, man. I love it this year. Yeah. Nothing but much, much love. That's even much more love, love. Even more love. Absolutely. Love. Um, yeah, I was actually just thinking back to just like some – some years are just like, especially like two or three years ago, just like the league was, I would say even four years ago, the league was just not popping, man. It was it, on, it was on life support, and now it, we've made such a leap in just like a year. Yeah, we definitely came up. I mean, it's, it's with all the people joining, and, you know, before it was it was almost me and you every single year, too. Yeah. That at the Drains Up Classic or whatever. Yeah. And, um, you know, last year, L, L upset me. You know, he came – he came up and just trashed me in the playoffs. And I was like, dag, dag, it's getting real now. And yeah. and now there's even more competitive teams and more people. And it's just, yeah, now nah, you got to fight for, for what you want this season. And um, I'm definitely trying to take what's mine this season too. And uh, I definitely moved up this weekend. And I got something for you too, Kamish. You might want to watch it back, man. Damn. We might not, we might not meet in the playoffs. So, 
this might have to be the Dre's Up Classic right here. Listen, if Ooh. we don't meet in the playoffs, it ain't going to be because I ain't there. Ooh. Oh, shit. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> shit, okay. Well, I mean, if you get taken out in the first week of the playoffs, I mean, even if you – or the second week, right. if you secured your position, I mean, that won't matter either if I'm all the way. You know what I'm saying? Acceptable comeback. Indeed. I got protect with mine too. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Dre, I got a got a got a quick question for you. What's um, up, what are your overall thoughts on uh, this old dusty ghost like running back named Le- Le'Veon Bell? Um, let's see. I think, yo, honestly, he's Le'Veon. I mean, I think his future is still insanely bright. He can go wherever he really wants to. I mean, whether it's for the money or not, you know. And I really want him to come to Philly, but. You know, I mean, we'll see. I think he has a a bunch of passes he can take right now. So, who knows? So, um, so I know, I know. Lance asked that question like mainly because you actually had Le'Veon Bell for the majority of the year, and mm-hmm. he was just like, "Oh, I, I'm out of here." Did uh, was there? Did you think that he was just not going to come back, and that's why you traded him? Nah, I just thought that um. That was an empty. That was an empty roster slot that I could be filling. I mean, and once I started losing, I felt like I couldn't afford to have, you know, what I'm saying, uh, just an empty spot for a possibility. I mean, last year I had Zeke and I held on to him until he came back, and then he put up numbers for me. But there was, there kind of wasn't anything there for Le'Veon, and and I, I needed to score points, so he had to go. And uh, I got a valuable, a valuable asset for him too, uh, AJ Green, who's um, yeah. about to be back soon, and I think he's gonna help me out and and get into these playoffs so that I could uh, possibly not see you in week three because you're gone already. Wait, was that grease I just heard? Or no? You damn right that was. Grease. I'm <laughs> glad you didn't catch it. I heard that. I've, I've seen that coming. That's so grease that just that just slung. Mm. <laughs> this is this this happens. You know, this is Philly. There's a lot of grease around here. Lot damn right. Grease. You better get your you better get your napkin. Go get your wet wipe, Commission. <laughs> <laughs> now I was gonna say though, man, that that I actually really like that AJ Green. I thought it was I thought it was a, a really good move. I know when I, I was talking to King Tiger about it, and he was like, "Hey, listen, I think Le- I don't think he he doesn't he didn't think AJ Green was going to come back, and he thought Le'Veon Bell was." And I was like, "Hey, we'll see how it turns out." And it and backfired. It crazy. Yeah, it backfired a little. Man, me and Yuri always have some uh, interesting trades, and I feel like we make we both make gambles sometimes, and sometimes it works out, and sometimes it don't. But um. It's always interesting to see how that works because sometimes, <laughs> you know how here he is. I mean, he's like he's escape escape junior man. Like sometimes <laughs> bad things just happen to him, and um, I wish him nothing but the best in the in the, in the future. You know, what I'm saying in the season and everything. Uh, but yeah, sometimes that happens to him, and sometimes it happens to me. But uh, I'm just glad that this time it wasn't me because I definitely needed it not to me being. <laughs> Yeah, AJ Green, man, he's gonna come down. He's, I think, down the stretch. If you make the playoffs, it's gonna be because of AJ Green. And you, you got a good. I'm looking at your record. It's six and four. You, you had, you had a really uh clutch win last week. So, looking pretty good right now. Yeah, um, I'm always happy to get W's. Nobody like likes L's, you know. Nobody likes them. But, um, yeah, I got a, I got the W this week, and it felt good because I really prepped to kind of 
take over. But, you know, Boogeyman was a good opponent. I mean, he didn't score so much this week. Uh, but, you know, I just had to get as many points as possible, or I tried to. Um, but my team produced what it did because um, I wanted to catch up in the rankings. But, you know. Am I uh, – this is a little bit of a tangent, though. Am I the only one that I get, like, depressed when I lose? Like, I feel, like, really, like, really agitated. Do you understand? I absolutely put all fantasy football chats, channels, updates, notifications on complete mute when I lose. Like, no, you're not the only one. Is, <laughs> you're not the only one. No. no it's like when you were that. like, man, I, I'm, I, every every W counts. It was like, damn, I, I feel you on that one. Like, you can't take W for granted. Do you know how good it see it feels to like turn on your app and it says matchup win, and then when you lose, it's just some boring ass opening. Like nah. that makes a difference. <laughs> Winning matters. Winning literally cures everything. It just cures everything. How about you, even Morgan? Yeah, no, winning is is definitely everything, but losses yeah. they hurt. They're 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 kind of depressing actually. Like just, yeah, you just get down like dag. All this effort I put in then. I lost. Even if you did really good, and especially if you do really good and you lose, yeah, it it hurts. And yeah, um, uh, what was I gonna say? I lost my thought, but that's fine. Um, yeah, losses, losses. Uh, it just hurt. Losses hurt. They hurt. Oh, you know what? I was gonna say this. They hurt so much when um, when you have somebody in your bench that you could have played and you would have won. Yeah. Mm. Bet. They just happen to go off. Yeah, it's like, or it's just like, man, I was really going back and forth for the game, and I chose the wrong one. That is a killer. I just want to let y'all know that um, I want I want everyone to know that Willie Sneed was never that player. He was never <laughs> that player. He did that just to let y'all know for future reference, so everybody, you know what I'm saying, don't put faith in Willie Sneed. I think that's the moral. That's, Wait, that's, that's the takeaway from this interview. Do not put faith in Willie Sneak. Yeah, I think I might change my team name too. Willie <laughs> <laughs> So oh, I can't um, wait to see this one. So overall, how do you feel about your team though? It sounds like you you feel pretty good though. You think you like your playoff chances and everything? Absolutely. Um I think getting the W this week definitely put me up there in uh in the statistics a little bit enough where you know if my team produces like I'm expecting it will, I should be good into the playoffs and uh and not see you in week three. <laughs> I will say this though, man. I I really thought if you were to listen to like our other podcast, that you were falling asleep at the wheel, man. It seemed like you turned it around and just got and just you're just so, so. yeah. You've been you've been pretty much Tokyo drifting around each and every uh, opponent right now. Yeah, it seems uh, like very very good. Yeah, there's no one sleep at the wheel this time at uh. This moment, clearly, you will. Your team. Well, that's when the uh, that's when we get the W's, and that's when we we just keep moving forward. You know, nobody sleep at the wheel now. I mean, I had a lot going on before. You know, I got some time to focus, and and I'm ready to do this now. Mm. Indeed, I like it. You got any? Uh, hey, um, hey, even Morgan. I know this we we gonna we gonna take the lid off again, but you got any uh got any grease to sling? Yeah, I, I'm I'm already a little bit wet from grease, so you can. I mean, hey man, you a little wet from grease? You can... Watch your mouth, oh, watch your mouth, watch your mouth. <laughs> you can sling more grease at other people. No, 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 sling grease at who you want, even Morgan. Sling grease at who you want. 
Yo, to be completely honest, I don't really have any grease for anybody right now except for Zep because he's my opponent this week, so mm. he can get all that grease. Oh, he said, show me my opponent. Show my opponent. Yo, our our matchup is huge, man. It's, I know. it's really, really big. It's, if you if you lose, it's just like, oh, you're back down. If you win, you're pretty much, I would say, like 90% in. Like, but, so we'll see how it goes, man. It's a really, really uh, pivotal, pivotal matchup. Indeed, I'm looking forward to it. Hmm. Um, so you don't got any grease sling at uh, at T because I feel like we sling grease on. We actually this podcast is the first week where we didn't sling a lot of grease at him. So any yeah, I was about to say I, I I had a good time with T uh, last weekend when we all hung out and uh, and so I ain't got nothing to say to him, you know. We chilled out a little bit, and, you know, I got all the grease out then. So, <laughs> yeah, I, ain't, I ain't got nothing to say to him. T, uh, whoever you're going up against this week, I, hadn't look at, I haven't looked at the matchup yet. Yo, give it to him. Give it to him, man. Just give it to him. No homo. Yo, I, I'll say this. All homo. Hey, all homo on that one. He, um, you know, as much as I, like, rag on him, like, yo, he's a cool bull for the people that don't realize on the podcast that ain't neat, T. And that's why we give him a lot of shit because he's he's actually real cool. Like so, it's it's definitely it's all in good fun when it comes to T. Absolutely, he knows it too. <laughs> <laughs> what about um, uh, you got any any uh GMs just to shout out then? Maybe not Greece. Hmm. Any GMs to shout out? I gotta shout out my man Titan Killer, Mudless Dicks, man. Yo, you keep putting the hurting on people that don't expect it, man. I, I want to see your team move forward and hopefully see you somewhere close to the playoffs, man. We got we or it like in there for real, for real. So, I mean, do your thing, man. Shout out to you. Good, good looks in the past and just keep it pushing forward. Mm, mm, I like it. Me too. I like that a lot. Yeah, I like it. A lot of respect there. Hey, uh, hey, even Morgan Freeman. This might be a, a kind of a tangent, but not really. Um, what do you think last place punishment should be? Last place punishment. Ooh, maybe I'm not the best person to ask this. Question. <laughs> uh, I, maybe you are. You are though. <laughs> um, let's see. Last place punishment. All right. I'm guessing it can't be something that will get you arrested. So that's out. Um, <laughs> um, hmm. I don't know, man. This is something I want to give like a hey, lot. Of I think to. we should. I think we should all get together and. Uh, yeah, I whoever, think we should like think when about we have this. A fantasy, when we actually have a fan, this is just my idea throwing it out there. When we have a fantasy meetup, I think last place should uh, wear a very interesting T-shirt. And has to wear it the whole night. Um, just to give you a little bit of inspiration, the Father League, if you if you get in last place, you have to wear a dress at the draft. Oh, you gotta Ooh. wear a dress at the draft? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty good. It, I, I swear, y'all, like people, when there's a last place punishment, people are like still trading and everything near the end of the year, even if they're in last place, because they don't want to be in that dress. So they're like really fighting. Mm. We might have to take that a step further. I say dressing some heels. 
Yes, Ooh. we could, we should make it like that. Yeah, I say dress in some heels. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be rough, man. You gotta, I like I actually like that. Too. I say dress in some heels. That'd actually be pretty funny. I'm with that. Yeah, that's actually great. I that could was, definitely get with that. Yeah. It's, you know, we might have to build a poll. I like this dressing some heels. I like dressing some heels. Yeah, that is that is actually a wonderful. Maybe like they gotta take a picture, throw it on Facebook or something. Like, <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. Social media oh, no, can no, be no, dangerous. Whole... Wait a minute. Wait a no, minute. No, We're opening it to the world now. Wait a minute. It's for fantasy. It's for fan. Just say it's, this is strictly for fantasy punishment. So it's not mm. like somebody just drawing out there. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, we we can we can go over the we'll tweak it. We'll tweak it. I mean, yeah, we can we can tweak this. I'm not really feeling the social media, but I yeah, like that. I, Thanks, I, Andre. I you gave us a lot of inspiration media. just now. I like that. The heels, though, man. I'm telling you. I, yeah, I, the, I heels, the heels, definitely. Man. I think that needs to be added. You got to come in and you got to pump in heels. How about yeah. that? Oh, man. This is going to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> and them, like I said, them heels, them heels ain't, don't be cheap, man. So it's a little bit of a financial. Shit, if you know better, you better go to Forever 21. Yeah, you go. <laughs> <laughs> They oh, spending man. that much money on cheap ass <laughs> Yeah, it's. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I feel like we got to ask everybody like what a punishment is going to be. So, I think. I think yeah, we should take a poll. Idea. Yeah, take a poll. Take a poll. Um. So yeah, we'll see. Um. We'll see how it goes. Um. Any other? Uh. Do you have any other thoughts though? Besides beyond like the, uh, you know the the last place punishment. Just anything in general about how we could add or improve the league. I would. I'd want to say if we got more people, I'd want to. Uh, Ooh, you want to do a fourteen-man league? Interesting. Yeah, but like only add two more people that are like consistent, or maybe people that you know in like another league or something like that. So that way, it's not. It's not like people who would just be inactive or after like one one game or something like that. You know. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. I would say keep expanding, you know, but only, you know, keep the core people the same. Uh, the most it'll go to is like 14. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm certainly open. I'm not like, I'm not necessarily, I'm kind of opposed to it, but not like strongly going to 14. It's like, we can, we can work with 14. Um, that's a, it, it, the talent pool starts to get diluted a little bit, but I think you can still work with it, with it. Um, maybe you just lower a bench spot or something. We can make it work. I like that. What do you think, Lance? You might, you just might be the camel. I mean, you just wow. The wow. camel? You're the cat. I'm the camel that broke the straw's back. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> may be the straw that broke the camel's back. Wow. <laughs> I like it. Hey, Dre. Any uh, any final words before we before we do our sign off, brother? Yeah. Can I get back to sleep now? <laughs> I like it. Yeah, man. Gonna be up bright and early tomorrow. Yeah, man. Five, wake up at five a.m. Man, got this adulting to do. Hey, man. Everybody loves adulting. It's the greatest thing. Absolutely. <laughs> I love paying bills on time and stuff like that. Hey, it's oh, great, yeah, it's a great feeling. <laughs> great feeling. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Hey, I appreciate it, man. All right, catch y'all later. All right, everybody. That was week 11 in the books. This was an excellent, excellent, excellent interview and a great podcast. This is your boy, Philly Swag Goo, dripping, dripping Swag Goo, and Commissioner Z. Commissioner Z. Signing out.
And even Morgan Freeman. Even Morgan Freeman. All right, guys. (laughs) 